Welcome back, chicas, to La Saludable Latina. We have a special guest with us, Tanya Bino from Jesse Eats, and she's an inspired influencer through Instagram. So if you want to go check out her page, make sure you follow her at Jesse Eats on Instagram. We also have Carolina Seves back with us. Hola. And Dr. Chelly is out for today. She can today's interview, but hopefully she'll catch us on the next episode. So we're going to get to know Tanya today to see how she got started in her journey with food blogging and being inspirational through Instagram. So Tanya, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm excited to be here. I'm a little nervous, but I'm Don't good. <laughs> this is a safe place. Okay, it's this a safe a space. Safe, safe, safe space, okay. yes. Whatever happens here, stays here. here. <laughs> Unlike Vegas. <laughs> But we're super excited to have you, so I wanted to get to know you because I saw your Instagram account and I've been seeing that you've been doing a lot of food blogging lately. And I wanted to know how you got your journey started because it seems to me that you have a little bit of culinary background. So if you can explain a little bit how that started, how you got into culinary school, and what got you inspired to start an Instagram page with, you know, being a food perfectionist with pictures and sharing those experiences in different locations throughout San Diego, but also abroad as well. Well, I went to culinary school in 2012, I believe, and it was actually a little bit silly. I went to culinary school because um, I had always watched like things on the Food Network, like Rachel Ray and stuff, and, and I always thought like, oh my god, it'd be so cool to like be a chef, you know? But it kind of always seemed like this pie-in-the-sky dream. And I remember one day I was in my bathroom, it was one night specifically, and I was brushing my hair and I noticed a white hair in my head. Yeah. And I remember, remember that? that you called me. And right. I, I was like, that. "Oh my God, I have a white hair on my head. Like, what have I done with my life? Like, it was kind of like this moment of like, was what am I awful? doing? Yes. <laughs> and I thought, well, like I've always wanted to go to culinary school. Like, I'm just gonna do it. And so the next day, I just went online and I started doing research, and I ended up like signing up for night school, culinary school. So how did you decide to select the school? Because I know there's like several culinary schools. There are schools. a lot. So how did you go about selecting the one that you wanted to attend so, to? So uh, there's obviously a bunch of different schools. There's some that kind of have like shorter and longer programs. There's ones that actually have like masters and like really like legit stuff. I did, I did kind of like a mid-range one, like a certificate program, but it wasn't like what you would call the most entry level, but it wasn't like for a year degree. It was for two years, mm -hmm. and um, it was at the San Diego Culinary Institute, nice. and I, I just did research, and I saw a lot of good reviews on that place, and they worked with a lot of really cool restaurants, and so we went there, and I loved it. The teachers were awesome, and made cool friends there. It was like a really cool experience. I remember even after I graduated, I thought even if I never do anything with food, like it was such a cool experience to do that and like to go through that and like push myself because I did better in culinary school than I ever did in like regular school, you know? Really? Yeah. So what inspired you when you were in the program? How did you actually thrive in the program? What was one of the best moments in culinary school that you saw like, oh my God, I really love this stuff. Like I'm really inspired. I would like surprise myself because I in general I'm sort of like uh, I'm like a nervous person like I'm an anxious person and so in order to like do really well I was like obsessed so I was working at the time like 40 hours a week and I was going to school so I would get out of work at four I school started at six so I would drive home I'd get home I'd change and then I'd drive to school and then I was at school from six to ten and then I'd get home and it was like homework and anything I needed to do I was just obsessively 
reading on my breaks at work. I was like flashcards. I was obsessed because I wanted to make sure that I did a good job. And that's the only way that I could do a good job because if I was just like, oh, I'm just going to whatever, wing it, then it would turn out like all the other things I winged that didn't really work out. So um, being for me, being obsessive about it was like really helpful because that's what helped me to have like, I think I had like a good work ethic. A 3.8. I think GPA. GPA, which is like amazing for me. Right. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> oh I was so proud of myself. <laughs> because that means you put a lot of effort and time in yes. making sure that you wanted to succeed in the program. So you mentioned you were working. So how were you able to multitask? Because as we all know, as Latinas, we're constantly working. I mean, every now and then I meet a friend that doesn't have to work, but most Latinas have to work. So yes. how did you balance your work life with school life? Oh, it was really hard because like I said, I was working a full schedule. So I was working from seven to four and I had two hours from when I left my job to get home. I was living in, still where I live in Rancho Bernardo and then I had to go to school in El Cajon. So I would drive up to my house in Rancho Bernardo, 15 minutes change, drive down took me like an hour 15 to get to school every day at six o'clock wow six to ten i would be in school Ten thirty, i would get home my husband was awesome he would like have dinner yeah. for me and he would he That's was like amazing amazing I, I would never have been able to do anything like he took care of our dog he did everything that i did at the house that for that whole time and i just i wouldn't have been able to do it without him it was a lot of work. It was a really, really tired two years, but mm-hmm. it was awesome. It was a stressful two years, yes. right? But it's nice to know that we had a supportive husband yes. because sometimes some husbands are yes. a little traditional where like you still have to work, you still have to clean, uh-huh. and you still have to cook on top of that. Uh-huh. But it was really nice that your husband was able to come in and take that role to alleviate that burden from you so you can strive in your success. So that was amazing. So when you were working part-time or full-time? Full-time. So you're working 40 hours a week mm-hmm. and then going to school part-time mm-hmm. at night? Yeah. How did you go from your work to where you're at now in the, the transition? Did it take time? Was it fast? Or was it like a learning process of where you're at right now? With Instagram? Yes. Um, it was definitely a process. I ended up reducing my hours once I had to do my, um, my what do you call it, my internship. Mm-hmm. Then obviously I had to work a certain number of hours within a certain amount of time. So then I talked to my work and they allowed me to have a flexible schedule to Ooh, do my internship. That's amazing which, not a lot of work. Yes, mm-hmm. which was schedule. huge. It was, it was so cool because the guy who became the boss like a month before I needed that, him and I were always very cool. He kind of got promoted to be the boss. And so at the time it was just like, he literally would tell me on Mondays, just send me an email with what your schedule is going to be that week. Like when you're going to come in. As long as you have this many hours, like I don't care what you do. That's amazing. It was amazing. Like Things happen. Yes. It yeah. was just kind of all kind of happening. Aligning in time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so the more that it happened like that, the more I felt like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know. Did you feel that intuition and sign of like, okay, this is the path yeah. I need to be going? Yeah. That's amazing that you were able to have a workspace to support you because most bosses will be like, you're a 40-hour week, yeah, and exactly. I'm not flexible, and you just have to be able to be here 40 hours, or you have to look for a demotion, right. or for a different position in a different company. And right. I think it's amazing when you do have a boss or a director or supervisor that's willing to accommodate those needs for you to grow in your passion, because mm-hmm. I think that's really important for directors and supervisors to understand your journey, right? So I think that was amazing that you got that flexibility. And once you got that flexibility, how did you transition from like your 40 hour to all of a sudden, 
having that platform on Instagram to saying, you know what, I went to culinary school, I love food, and how did you become attracted to Instagram to be able to provide a lot of viewers with beautiful pictures and locations of food, not only great food, but also great pricing, because we're always trying yeah. to look at great <laughs> You know, we're all in a budget, not yeah. to say, but how did you transition from your work to that, and, and how long did it take you to get there? So after I, I graduated, I ended up working at Cucci Narbonne for like a year-ish. And then at that, there was a certain point where me and my husband, we just had this opportunity to travel. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, we're never going to have this opportunity again. Like, we have the money to do it. Like, let's do it. So Take we, the plunge. Which is yes. like crazy for you because... Because yes. we're, I mean, both me and my husband, I think are, we're kind of very like, we plan everything and we do everything like this. And so to just be like, peace out, everything, we're going to go on this trip... <laughs> So we, how, how did yeah. you guys get there? Like, how did you guys decide, like, well, let's take the plunge, like Carol said? Yeah. So we have a general contracting business, the business my husband and I have. And so we had been working and we had gotten, like, a ton of really good jobs. And we kind of had this money that we were like, we're going to invest in this other business or, like, what are we going to do with this, you know? And I remember at some point we were like, well, maybe we could do, like, a little trip. It kind of yeah. started off as like, a little trip. <laughs> and then it ended up being, like, we were going to be gone for six months and yeah. we were going to go to Europe and all this stuff. Ended up being four months, but we did end up literally packing up all our stuff, putting it in a storage unit, and just taking wow. off for four months. Yeah, so I remember was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when she called me and she told me that. I was like, I thought she was joking because, <laughs> like, she would never do anything <laughs> like that. I'm like, you're so, you know... Um, Feral? Thorough, yeah. yeah. To just get up and leave was like I thought it was awesome. I was like, if not now, when? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what inspired you guys to say now is the time? We we didn't really have like a lot that we felt were, was holding us back. We felt that we could still. We had people here for our business that we felt like we could have them manage it. We you know we had a, a home at the time that we just were like, well, we'll rent it out. Like we How kind was of. That? You know, it actually worked out because uh, actually a friend of my brother's is so randomly, a friend of my brother's actually came to see our house when we put it up and she walked in the door and I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember her and whatever. So she ended up renting our place. So the whole time that we were gone, she was there and she was like a good tenant and so it was... That's amazing because yeah. we, we were we had the opposite experiences running our place out. Really, we were, we were living in Texas at the time, and I was like, I'm just done with renters. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely hit or miss. Yeah. It worked out for us in the beginning. Um, towards the end, it didn't really work out that great. But while we were the, while we so were on our trip, yes, yes. Way, right? Towards the yeah. end, it didn't. I mean, definitely rent being a what do you call it? Being a landlord is a struggle. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's yeah. hard, um, but. At least while we were there, we didn't really have any stress from that. That's it kind of, yeah. yeah. So we felt like, I don't know, let's just, we only have one time on this earth and we yeah. felt like, why not do it? Like, we can always make more money. It just kind of felt yeah. like, like, I don't know, maybe a little bit impulsive and irresponsible, but I, I to this day, don't regret one dollar that I spent on that trip. Don't regret any of the time mm-hmm. that I spent because it was like, priceless so where was the trip located for four months and then while you were on that trip did you do a lot of um exploring with food and culinary yes and so while while i was out there obviously there's amazing food and so everywhere i went i was just you know you take pictures of everything when you're on vacation but even more so i was just like taking pictures of food and wanting to post about it and then kind of seeing like people's responses that like you know usually my family and whatever would like my pictures but then I started getting like at that time I didn't really realize the whole like hashtag thing like a bunch of stuff about Instagram I was just posting pictures and then when I started noticing that people were 
coming to my account and liking my pictures that weren't following me, stuff like that, that I was like, oh, like people just coming to like look at my pictures of food. Mm-hmm. And I started liking like the process of taking the pictures and editing and like the composition and all that kind of stuff that I didn't really know that I liked until I started doing it. And so I kind of, I feel like I kind of started uh, with the food photography a little bit on the trip. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, then I just thought, like, I want to just keep doing that because I, I like doing it. Then wow. everywhere we went, I would just be like, nobody touch your food. I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> Is there a moment where you're, when you're out with your husband or girlfriends where you're saying, nobody touch, I have to take this picture before you can even carve into your food? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's lots of moments. My family is really understanding. I think my husband at first, I think he kind of maybe didn't really realize what I was doing. Maybe he just thought it was, like, for myself that I wanted to look at later. So it would be like, did you get one picture? Cool. Like, I want to eat, you know? But it's like, no, you don't get it. I need to get the right angle and let me move this cup and let me what put about this. about the lighting? Yes, the lighting, lighting is a struggle. To do with yeah. Food. Yeah. yeah. I can probably say I haven't taken a lot of pictures for food, but the times that I have, my husband already understands take your picture before I even start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't do it to perfection like some food bloggers. I think it's amazing that you're taking the quality and the time because you're passionate about it versus just going taking picture and just trying to share it like you right. have the quality because you're passionate about telling a story through food yeah because when i see your images i'm like wow this girl has like these angles and mm-hmm. lighting that are really great so how did you get that practice in for instagram like how did you get to know like your lighting and how you wanted your pictures to be transformed on the social media platform um, I took time. I feel like at first, like everybody, like I just wanted to take a picture of the food. And so at first, like if you look at some of my first, like you, you kind of see the evolution of my photography mm-hmm. if you look at like the beginning stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as I went on, I just started to notice like if maybe almost something had went on an accident and I would be like, oh, that looks kind of cool. So then next time I would just try to recreate that composition or the way that I put things and I kind of like layout and then I just started I don't know when you look through the lens you kind of just start to see like something's missing here move this here and I don't know I can't really explain it you're it's in just, the zone of being creative yeah so when you're trying to get that image you're like okay let me put my creative hat because I know how I want this picture to transcribe and you just kind of take your time with it, right? Right. So, Carol, how are you patient with her when you go out to eat? <laughs> She's the best. The question of the hour. She's right? so, she like, she just, she like literally will just sit back when the food gets there just on her phone because she knows she's not going to touch it. She's I'm like, super supportive. I'm yeah. like, do you need light? Let me yeah, give you some light. Yeah, she gives me <laughs> light. Some light. No, I love it. She's I my mean, biggest fan. I am definitely her biggest fan. I told her, I was like, I'm going to start, like, a fan page for her. <laughs> like, I'll help you out. I have no problem tasting all of her uh, food, mm-hmm. the food that she makes. I was like, I'll be there, supportive, um, or, like, make it an excuse to, like, hey, how about we go eat here? You can take a good picture of it. Yeah. So we kind of uh, encourage each other kind of a little bit to, like, make great slash bad decisions because <laughs> sometimes the best pictured food is like not that great for you right so the yeah. struggle to try and like <laughs> incorporate things that are also good for you but. yeah no but it's good I mean I, I feel like 
I already know like the rhythm of it, so I'm just like, all right, the food comes out, girl. What you need? Like, what can I help you with? Yeah, the process? so we can get like, this. Can we get this rolling? Because I'm hungry. <laughs> She's thinking about like, how's like, I gonna pick up the fork so I can? Girl, eat. I'm there for the food. I'm there to eat. Well, that's amazing that but, you're supporting yeah. her um, in this process because, as we know, sometimes in the social media platform, you're gonna have great support or you're not gonna yes. have great support at all. Yes. So, and I think you meet both. And at some point where you do get the support, like right now, we have some supporters. Hey, hello, hi, viewers. I don't know who's there, but hello. <laughs> and then eventually, sometimes you have other friends like, oh, I haven't even stopped by. So it's just kind of like they know you exist, but it's yeah. just kind of like, hey, you know, just stop by by whenever you have time. Yeah. But you don't put the pressure on them. It's just like, well, if you want to, you can. You know. Right. So how are you adapting to now being on the social media platform? And where do you see yourself going from here on out in the future? Um... I think it's been interesting, like you said, sometimes you find that people are supportive, and I feel like in the beginning, um, I think like in the beginning for anybody, when you're trying to kind of like enter this society that exists, you know, people are very like, oh, I don't know, you know, yeah. like, oh, you have a hundred followers, you know, like, it's really like that. No, but it is, it's kind of like, I hate to say it, but in a way, it's kind of like high school clicks. Yes, it's very mean girls. Yes. yes, and it's very like that for work settings, too, not to say that it's just the social media, but... In the social media platform, it's yeah. very like, oh, by the number, right? Yes. And, you like, know, you don't, don't mean anything yeah. unless you have, like, X many followers. Exactly. But I think it's really nice to see the evolution in your platform b- being created because we also want to see the engagement from people who are really passionate and creative and artistic and that way informed. So I think you have a certain authenticity to you that, you know, I can probably go see Food Network and really find anyone that I like to follow, but I also like to follow people who are being inspired by that. Yeah. So where do you see yourself going from here on out, like, you know, being a food blogger? Um, you know, I really, I just want to, like, I feel like I don't really have, like, sort of like this total like I want to be in this place at this time I just I really like the process okay so I like you know going I like taking the pictures I like editing I like posting I like seeing that people like my pictures I like seeing that they're like oh my gosh this inspires me to do this or oh that's something I never thought about doing things like like I just like the process Mm -hmm. so like whatever it becomes I feel like is cool with me because I just like what is what I'm doing yeah Yeah. that's good that you're going with the flow because some people tend to like I see myself five months or a year from now this is where I want to be but so you're going with the flow to seeing what your next evolution is going to be right yeah I also hear you have a side business can you explain a little further on how you got started in that platform and how you're combining the two or balancing the two as a Instagram you know Mm -hmm. artist with food and then starting your business how are you balancing the two so, yeah, my husband and I, Caro, mm-hmm. and um, another girl that we're working with, Christy, I don't know if you're Christy, hey. hey. Well, yeah, we're starting this nonprofit, and essentially the nonprofit is going to be, it's being put together to help start, we're a faith-based organization, so we're all Christian, and we all believe in God, and we all believe that um, God has given us all talents and things that we're good at, and I think that we want to help people to start businesses doing what they love to do, but also that's going to do justice for the world. So mm-hmm. they're going to take part of their proceeds um, and they're going to put it towards whatever hurts their heart. So we always ask people, like, what hurts your heart? In the case of our first um, business owner who's starting, for her, it's addiction. So 
her contributions to justice is going to be towards things that are going to help people with addictions. Mm -hmm. And so she's starting this business and the income from that business, it's going to fund her justice cause. And that's what the nonprofit is going to do. We're going to help start the businesses. We're going to be the back room for the businesses. So we're going to be accounting and HR and all that kind of stuff that people don't want to deal with. And, um, and we're going to kind of partner with them to start their businesses so that they could do what they love, but also Have do the justice. Time. Mm-hmm. That's amazing that you're able to support and inspire others by starting your nonprofit and balancing your own personal goals, right? Yeah. So how are you balancing now that you have an organization, but also now that you're trying to balance the social media platform? So how are you finding, are you finding that easy? Are you finding that hard? No, I, I, I mean, it's just a lot. I mean, just uh, volume-wise, it's a lot to sort of schedule every day. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's easy for something like my Instagram stuff, the stuff that I really like my passion, that I'm passionate about, that I really care about. It's easy for that to sort of fall to the side because my business, the business that I have with my husband, it's kind of like that's our bread and butter. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not passionate about general contracting. (laughs) You know, it's just like that's that's our that's our livelihood. Mm -hmm. And so to do uh, business with purpose and to do my Instagram stuff, it's easy for those things to kind of fall to the back when you think about, well, I need to do this for my business because I need to pay my bills. And so it's hard to make sure that I still give myself time for these things when it's not really like producing anything. Mm -hmm. Even though it's it's producing for me and it's fulfilling me, but it's not producing in order to allow me to, you know, live my life so income driven right yeah exactly and I agree with you because I think as in you know when you're in the social media platform what thrives you is your passion right Mm -hmm. but until you start seeing that income driven you still have your nine to five or eight to five because realistically like we have life yeah we have bills to pay and you know for some people it's been really easy to become that income driven off the social media platform but it is getting harder now Mm -hmm. because it's so impacted so when you do find the time that you're getting busy with work how do you find the time to go after your passion like how do you balance that because normally i use my weekends to do that yeah like okay friday saturday and sundays are my days yeah and then after work like today i'm making time to meet up Um, so how do you balance it um i'm i've been trying to I have spurts, you know, like I have spurts where I like get into like, this is my schedule. And on these days, I'm working on this stuff. And on this day, it's like, I'm not touching anything with my business. I'm just doing Instagram or I'm just doing this stuff. So I try, I feel like for me, it's helpful to create a schedule that puts that time in a certain place. So it's not like, well, let's see when I have time, because I'm never going to like just have time. I have to make the time. And so for me, it helps to put it on a schedule to say on this day, I'm going to do this. And if I have to be flexible, then obviously you can always just be flexible. But it's helpful to have sort of an outline. And that helps me to like, remember, no, I'm not going to do that on this day, because otherwise, I won't be able to do anything with my Instagram on that day or whatever. Mm -hmm. So schedules really help me but that's probably just my personality and i was gonna say <laughs> and that's why i love you because we're complete opposites <laughs> oh my god we so say that opposite. all the time we're like i should really hate you and you, you, she should really hate me yeah. because we're like the complete opposite so opposite like everything i usually hate but she's everything, super organized yeah. but i love her to death um, <laughs> but no yeah it's like but it, it's different for everybody she's really organized she needs structure for me i i'm the opposite like i just kind of 
wing it. So wing it. Yeah, I just so how do you guys it. balance when you, when you have it so stretching? You be like, hey, girl, we're gonna go here today. Like, what do you do? Like, saying, uh, I don't have that in my schedule. Yeah, it's really, it? it's really hard. Like, it's I self admittedly am kind of not one of those. I'm like not a fun person in the sense of like people be like, hey, let's go last minute do this, and I'm like, oh my god, I already plan to be at home. I already plan to be chilling. You know what I mean? Like. It's hard for me to sort of break my plan or non-plan. Mm-hmm. If What's something a non-plan? <laughs> like, if you have plans to, to not do. have plans. Like, if you have plans, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never heard of yeah. non-plans. Yeah. yeah, like, today I plan to, like, not have plans. And so then if somebody's like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. And they're like, okay, cool, do you want to do this? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I don't plan understand. to do nothing. <laughs> you know That's what? the plan. That kind of makes sense, though, because sometimes we do need a break yeah. from, like, the chaotic schedule of work or even your passion because what happens is you get so intrigued into that work and lifestyle and then all of a sudden you're forgetting about the downtime yeah so that's the no plan right the yeah the no like plan. i have it planned out <laughs> I, I have a no plan plan <laughs> what is a no plan plan when does that come into the week <laughs> uh no plan plan every every now and then like on saturdays i mean saturdays are obviously the day that kind of are the busiest because it's a full day of like nobody's expecting you to do office stuff or whatever but sometimes on Saturday something will happen where a plan will get canceled or whatever all of a sudden a Saturday is free and as soon as I just see a free Saturday I'm like tell my husband do not book anything don't book us for dinner just like I just want to chill and that day it's like you know wake up late and then you do laundry like kind of doing like house stuff for me is a little bit like therapeutic so if I could just be at home just like wash the dishes do the laundry just chill watch friends watch the office like cook like that's like a chill day for me really even though it's still like chore I don't know sometimes I feel like it's chill for me but then other times I'm like oh my god I still gotta do this like I call it my second job (laughs) (laughs) your third fourth job I never clock out it's like I got my first priority job then I got my second job which is the you know the influencer platform and then I got well actually the second job should be my wife (laughs) 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 because we got the house whole chores you know right 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 but sometimes i do find it where doing chores does relax me because i'm not considering being online right and your mind is not going your mind is just like yeah yeah she's a special case though like (laughs) no in a good way and i think it's good to have no plan days because sometimes i think we need that downtime for self-care we often forget about self-care yes this girl which is like you know what we need to remind ourselves in order for you to be able to give more to others is take care of yourself first you know because because I realize that at work too, it's like I'm always on the go, 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 and I get so burned out. I'm like, where's me? Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's where the no plan comes in. Yeah. Make, the, a, no. make a no have, plan plan. Make a, does your husband know what me day is? Like, <laughs> she's like, no, girl. Like, I had, I'm like, you need to sit down and let him know what me yeah, day is. Yeah, everybody because. needs time for themselves. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. You know, we all. That's kind of what allows us, I feel, to be at our best is when we kind of take time for ourselves. Otherwise, you, like you say, you get burned out and, you know, everybody gets it when you're burned out. So So you need... You need that time for yourself, I think. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being able to share your story. Of and course. having that said, you went to an event yesterday. Yes. Uh, that you were there. I was. <laughs> we missed each other. It was like, I know. you know, and I was like, hey, I was there. And I get so, I was telling Caro, I get so in focus when I'm having a conversation. Literally, this is just my type of personality. It's like, I get so involved in the conversation. Everything else, I block out. 
and that's I'm right. into that conversation. Yeah. I, and how did you like the event? Because is, was that one of your first media events, or was it, it was? One? Yeah, it was, and it was really cool. Um, it was cool because, like I said in the beginning, when I started on doing the Instagram thing. I felt sort of very shunned. Like, you know, I'd reach out to people and just ask questions. Hey, I'm just starting off. Like, and some people would just like ignore you oh, and, yeah, you know, welcome to kind you. of like really mean. I felt like oh. it was really mean. And so then when I went, um, over time, I've gotten to know other people like on Instagram, became like friends with people. And I met several of them yesterday. And it was just really cool because everybody's so supportive of each other and they're so nice. And they're just like, they're not in competition. Like, you know, when they say community wow. over competition, I, I feel like there's so much competition in just general yes. in the Instagram world. So when you meet like these little pockets of people that are supportive and that they don't, they know that if they like your picture, it doesn't take away from their picture being good. Like it's such a big deal. And when you meet people like that, it's so nice. And like everybody that I met yesterday was so nice. And it was just really nice to be in that environment and to realize that not everybody's like this jerk that doesn't want to respond to you <laughs> on Instagram, you know? Yeah, it's kind of hard on the uh, Instagram accounts, especially if they're like, uh, if they have huge following, because yeah. I'm sure they get a lot of DMs, right? Um, and I'm on the same journey with you as in sometimes I get the not so nice responses or yeah. they just completely ignore you. Right. But I always love the down-to-earth people. Yes. I love the ones that love to get to know who you are, mm -hmm. where you're coming from, what's your story, where you're going, and just being inspired by one another. So I think it was great. So what did you end up tasting? Yesterday I had the tiger milk tea, which is like a vanilla, I mean, a, a milk tea mixed with a Thai tea. And then it had like, you know, that little uh, cotton candy yeah. cloud, which was... My girlfriend got it and I was like, I don't think I can handle that much sugar. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was a lot of sugar. Thankfully my husband was there and he loves sugar, so he <laughs> ate most of it. <laughs> And then we tried the macaroons. You know, they had a ton of macaroons. Which one was your favorite? The taro was actually really good. Really? Did you try that? I actually like the Fruity Pebble one. I mean, that's yeah. classically yeah. good. Yeah, it yeah. was really good. I, I tried the pistachio one, too. Oh, the pistachio. It was I mean, okay. Yeah. I just love macaroons, and I love that they're so small, so you can eat the whole thing, and then you don't feel like bad about it. But we also <laughs> had the raindrop cake. Okay, so how was that? Because... My girlfriend was completely lost about yeah. how to even eat it. She took a straw and tried yeah. to sip on it. It's basically like Jello. It's the consistency of Jello. Did you take it as a Jello shot? No, I should have. That would have been a huge Jello that's shot. That's what I recommended her. Well, just take it like a Jello shot. And she's like, "Oh my god, that's a huge." It yeah. was like a huge. Drop. It was like, like this big. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was. I mean, the the gelatin part itself doesn't really have a lot of flavor. It's just the little sauce that they put on the side, and then on oh. the other side, it had like peanuts and whatever. It was interesting. So I, was I think just looking at it, like yeah, yeah I'll pass. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's definitely more like aesthetic than it is for flavor, but it's cool. I mean, it's See, definitely cool. You know the term aesthetic. Yeah. Because I would have been like, well, I like no the person. Person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> but you know, I was up and honest. You'll just say, mm, girl, mm. Yeah, you got to keep it real here. <laughs> but yeah, so out of all your, um, did you get to try all of the drinks or just no? Ones? Because because I don't like to waste and. <laughs> And so no, they were giving big cups, yeah. and I thought they were gonna give like. I was hoping that they would give little ones so I could try, right? Yeah. And then once they gave me like you know one that's this big, I didn't want to just take three sips and then get a different drink. Yeah. I felt bad, so I'm gonna have to go back. I just had yeah. the tiger tea, and then my husband ordered. I, be, I believe he also ordered, or he ordered just the Thai tea. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we didn't get to try a ton of stuff because. 
I just felt bad about throwing it out. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's why my friend was on a sugar high. Like, she started having the giggles, <laughs> like, and I was just looking at her, like, oh, my God, you have to like, sugar girl. How long have you been here? <laughs> yeah, no, she had two full ones. And then on and top those of that, were big. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah. And she had a cotton candy one, mm-hmm. and then she had an additional one, and then she had a little bubble one. Uh-huh. I call it the bubble, 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 bubble. Now, <laughs> They that were that saying that like it looked like a macaroons. breast implant. Did you see? The yeah, it looked like a silicone of yeah, breast implant. Exactly. We, like, I was ready to put it like right here. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you so much for coming. Thank on you for side. having me. You guys go follow her at Jessie's on Instagram. Um, give her a shout out. Is there any upcoming events that you look forward to going to before we to now? Uh, you know, I met a girl yesterday um, at the thing that I hadn't met before, and her and her her and her boyfriend are uh, like travel bloggers, and she sent me a bunch of links yesterday for some events that are coming up. So there are some st- there are some things that seem cool, but um, so of course I don't have the information. For me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, so but you yeah, there's yeah, there's stuff I want to start sort of getting more involved in like these events because that's how you meet people and that's how you kind of well that's how we met we yeah met, we met the pr couture yes in one of the fashion schools in downtown that's San Diego. true and i just walked up to them i said what's up girls yeah i think i did right yeah, yes did. i was yeah. like i hope i'm not coming off like who the hell is this girl no <laughs> we're, no we're glad that you did because by nature i'm she's the one that's very like ah! <laughs> yes that's a perfect description yes. of what i am like thanks no. Not even no. a word. <laughs> Me. I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> just like, no, she's no. just so she's just like such the people person, and I'm like such not the people person. So I think it was so, great that you came so up to us. Did you say introvert and extrovert? Oh, absolutely. Oh my god, 100. Yeah. 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 If it was up to me, I would never talk to anyone ever. Yes. And so she has really like helped me kind of be more social and like. Uh, we went to that event because I was like, like I was trying to push myself out of my comfort zone. So I was like, come with me because she's the best I'm to like, go okay. to these things with. Uh-huh. And so when you came up to us, I was like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were like me, we would have never had a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually love to go to events and depending if I know if there's an event happening, but I like to get to know people. I'd be like, where are you from? Yeah. Are you from Maryland? Especially Latinas. Like, I thrive like, where are you from, girl? Like, <laughs> you got to throw the girl yeah, in yeah. there. Where are you from, girl? Like, I'm representing. Like, <laughs> with that, that yeah. hood swing. But it's, but it's also nice to know, like, what Latinas are doing as far as trying to be, like, um, influencers or sharing a story, sharing a compassion, just coming together mm-hmm. to seeing like where are we going girls like yeah. where are we going to go to our next event where are we going to go explore because we need to inspire our young latinas yes yeah. that you can't do it all i know yeah. it's hard it's hard I'm yeah not gonna lie. it's hard but if you thrive like you said if you schedule your daily um routine of what you're thriving to do as far as goals then you can get to it whatever it may be whether you want to work full-time or if you want to be a ceo of a company someday or if you want to be a travel blogger or a food blogger you know like you can do it you just have to make sure that it's done with passion yes and it's and you're able to connect with people like don't be shy don't yeah. be shy i know i still have to tell myself i mean that's definitely something that i'm constantly working on but i'm more aware it's really helpful when you go to these events like yesterday and you meet cool yeah. people because that encourages you to, like, if I would have gone and had a bad experience, then I would have been like, see, this is what I'm talking to people, you know? <laughs> so, validating. Yeah. Yeah. You so will it's helpful. Get that. Like, you will get that, but don't let the bad experiences overtake 
of not going to a, an event or yeah. hanging out and, and getting to explore. Plus, you you went away for four months, so that should teach you like <laughs> I you know, can drive. just go for it. Yeah. I know. I'm definitely working on that. I'm getting better. Right? Yeah, no, getting it's better. So much better. Yeah. <laughs> Any tips for today before we close out today's episode? Any tips? Hmm, what kind of tips? Like Instagram tips? Instagram tips <laughs> or food blogging tips or photography t- tips? Um, any um, tips for restaurants, places to eat? Ah, tips for restaurants. You know, the place I just went to that I just, I mean, I'm, I don't know if it's, it's kind of a little a little hidden away. So for me, I was like, oh my gosh, it's this place called, uh, sorry, it's luck. <laughs> I just heard her like, oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh-huh. It's but called I luck need to take an extra breath sometimes. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's called um, Lockwood Table. Table. Yeah, Solana and it's Beach. a it's Solana Beach. It's this tiny little place, but they have like a really cool patio, and they have like music playing. The food is amazing. The staff is like really really nice. And I just went like two weeks ago, and okay. I just like fell in love with it. What did you order? Uh, you have to get their signature thing that to order is their um, walnut butter toast. Ooh. So they'll bring out toast like wheat toast, walnut butter, honey. And strawberries. Oh, I think I gotta go. Oh, yeah, that it's amazing. Good. It's beautiful to photograph. So it's just everything in one. So I would say that's kind of like the place that's been in my head um, as of late. Okay. And food photography wise, lighting, 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 lighting. Yeah. Lighting is everything. We were just in Vegas mm-hmm. and we had amazing dinners, but none of those dinners have pictures because it's the lighting is like terrible. Here, right? It's yeah. kind of like, because everything is so dim. Yes. But the food was delicious. The food yeah. was delicious. It happened. Yes. It was real. But <laughs> you just couldn't take pictures of it. And I already knew that. Yeah. I knew that we, but um, lighting, lighting, lighting. It's hard to make up for lighting in post, so. Get That's good true. lighting in the beginning. Yeah. Do you often find yourself going to restaurants during the daytime? Yes. If I want to get content, then I try to go to I try to go to places during the day. I always try to get indirect sunlight, not direct sunlight. Um, but yeah, I try to go during the day because that's definitely when you get the best. That's a good tip. I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even if you go somewhere that like maybe you would normally go at night, if you want to photograph the food, you should maybe go like for an early, early dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any tips that you have, Caro, before we close out for today? Caro, let's hear Where's it. Where's the key? The comida. The comida, don't, Caro. Don't chew with your mouth open. Oh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, so that's something annoying. my mom would say. Like, don't chew with your mouth open. <laughs> Cierra la boca. Sí, por favor. Well, any tips that you've learned while you're going out to eat with Tanya? What oh. have you learned? Any tips? What have, I, what have I taught you in my neurosis? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Plenty. <laughs> you know what? Um, she's really good at making sure to not stay on the phone. So, like, we'll have that moment of, like, living the, taking the picture time. And then we'll turn it off and then we'll have like great conversation and we'll laugh and we'll be present and then we'll have like break duke like <laughs> moments. Yeah. And then at the end of the meal we just kinda like take a deep breath and we're like, Yeah, this is good. Like yeah. this is why we keep on doing it. So it's amazing. It's just yeah. um, being able to have that uh, Instagram moment but then disconnecting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree and I think it's really nice to have a girlfriend that so thank you so much for coming on board. Yes, thank I hope you. That you guys come back. And yes. maybe perhaps next time you can describe a little bit more about your nonprofit business and how is it going in that journey. Yes, definitely. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. This was yeah, cool. thank you so much. All right, chicas, if you have any questions for Tanya or Caro or I, you can contact us at lasandudabelatina at gmail.com. 
Remember to follow Tanya at JessieEats on Instagram. And you can also follow Lasa de la Vela on Instagram. And alright chicas, muchos besitos. Hasta luego.